Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Plesmer Podcast 124 for August 7th, 2015. The website is klesmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klesmerpodcast.com. You can also follow Klesmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Last.fm, Instagram, and Spotify. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Ruth Weber, director of the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir. They have a new album just released today entitled Kochi, a musical journey celebrating the history of the Jews in India. We'll hear a track from the album a little later in the podcast, but first, here's my interview with Ruth Weber. This was recorded on May 9th, 2015. Hi, this is Keith with Klesmer Podcast, and today I'm visiting in Escondido, California with Ruth Weber of the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir. Ruth, welcome to the Klesmer Podcast. Thank you for having me here, Keith. And thanks for making your lovely home available uh, for me to invade today. (laughs) Uh, So nice to uh, get to see Escondido again. It's been a while since I've been here. Tell me about the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir and how you got involved with it. Okay. Well, the choir's actually been around for 16 years now. I just came onto the scene about five years ago, but it originally was a club. Most of the singers were, the original singers were South African, and they had moved here, and the woman that started it wrote a gay list. She wanted to put a choir together. And then they gradually got more and more people. And she left about five years ago, and they asked me if I would want to take over the position. So um, that's how I'm here. <laughs> I, I thought that they had some really nice voices in the group and that they had a lot of potential, so that's why I wanted to come on board. So tell me about the members of, of the choir. Uh, are they... Professional, amateur, age range, things like that? Um, Well, I would say our average age range is like 50 years old. But we do have some high schoolers. And um, uh, we've just started a boys choir, which will feed into the group. So now our average age range is going to go down a little bit. But um, we have between 25 and 30 men in the group, depending on the time. And um, we sing in English, Hebrew, Yiddish, and Ladino languages. Most are not involved in music in any other way except singing in the choir. Um, it's, this is their outlet for fun, but there are some that do music on a more professional level as well. And the cantors that guest with us, they are professional. Great. So... Uh, where does the repertoire come from then? It's, uh, I noticed it's, uh, much of it is liturgical, but there's some that are, uh, you know, well-known Yiddish Ladino material. Uh, are you doing the arrangements for the group or, or, uh, how's that all coming together? Uh, well, we have a board of directors that pick the music, but, um, Originally, the group did mostly liturgical songs, but we are trying to now do a broader base. We have 
each album is going to have some Yiddish, some Ladino, some liturgical, and some Hebrew, so that we can appeal to a wider audience and so that we can preserve all the different kinds of Jewish choral music, not just the liturgical. And we usually submit different kinds of music, and then we vote whether we want to include that in our repertoire. And here in San Diego, they have, at the JCC in La Jolla, they have a library of old Jewish music that you can look through and you can find arrangements there. It's something that happened in about five years ago when they established it, so we have a place to go there and look through material. Great. So let's talk about uh, the projects, the, the big projects that, that you've been involved with. The first album, right, was yeah. uh, is Heritage, mm-hmm. which is, uh, has been out for, what, close to a year, I suppose, yeah. something close to that. So what, what uh, drove the group to even think about doing a recording project to start with? Well, our mission is the promotion and preservation of Jewish choral music. And before we were doing that by our concerts and we sing in, in senior homes and at Jewish music festivals, and we wanted to appeal to a, a broader range of people. So we decided to make our first CD, and it was we named it Heritage because that's our mission is to preserve the heritage. And... Um, so then part of our mission, we give away free CDs to Jewish libraries and schools um, to try and keep the music going for further generations. And I think I got off your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's great. So uh, how did you manage to uh, pull off the, doing the recording and then being able to give away treaty CDs to the, to the libraries and such? Yeah, we made enough profit that we had um, we had money to send out. We we distributed about three hundred CDs. That, um, every year they have a library festival, and we put a bulletin out that anyone that was interested in having copies of our CDs for their library could contact us, and then we shipped them out to those libraries. Great. And, of course, you're selling through probably the regular uh, distribution right. channels, too, right? Yes, Amazon and iTunes and CD Baby for that. Right. And and uh, so and you had a, a nice band that was backing up much of the uh, tracks on, on the album, too, although a lot of them were a cappella, the, mostly the liturgical stuff. But the other mm-hmm. stuff, where did you find uh, the people for the band? There, there are lots of klezmer musicians, interestingly enough, in San Diego, and we got some very fine players that um, that some even teach music at at UCSD. There's some that with specialization in klezmer music that were kind enough to play on their album. So we have a lot of variety with those instruments. Great, and. Uh so how often is the group performing, and, and is it just in the San Diego area here, or are you getting a little bit outside the area also? We're trying to expand our reach. Uh, we have, have played in the Los Angeles area and the Orange County areas. It's um, a little cost prohibitive for us at the moment to go further because we have at least 25 
guys plus musicians that are going and the cost of transporting all of us is uh, pretty expensive but um you don't have the band bus then not well we had a the habad bus <laughs> that we went on to some of our gigs and um but uh we we're going to be playing at the lipinski music festival which is on june 8th here in san diego it's a week-long festival and um we do some other local festivals also we have about 30 concerts a year that we perform wow yeah that's a lot okay very good um now you're telling me about uh the new project that's uh upcoming uh so we'll get a little preview of this and not not quite so hush hush as maybe it might have been if i had talked to you a couple of months ago mm-hmm. but um this new one sounds uh, pretty exciting. So t- tell me about what we're doing now. Okay. We're really excited about our upcoming CD, which will be called Kochi. Kochi is um, the Indian word for Cochin, the, a city in India. And um, a lot of people don't know that there is a lot of history of, the, of Jews in India. At one time, there were 70,000 Jews living in various cities in India. Um, who escaped persecution and moved to India before the establishment of the state of Israel. And um, there were 5,000 Jews in this little fishing village of Cochin at one time. And so we decided uh, to, well, actually it came about because we submitted our our CD to the Grammys this year. And through those contacts, I met up with the uh, Grammy Award winning producer composer Ricky Kesh who from India who he's amazing and we got to talking about wouldn't it be interesting if we uh, tried to recreate what would have been happening at the time if we did some of our traditional Jewish music and combined it with the historical traditional instruments from India and did like a morph of those two and he was interested in coming on board with the project so he's done the arrangements for these songs and it's really cool to hear a traditional jewish song with sitars and and tablas and things like that so um we later linked up with a very uh very interesting nonprofit organization sponsored by the jdc the the international jewish Foundation and it's called the Gabriel Project Mumbai, and we've partnered with them. What they do is they support over thousands of kids in the slums of Mumbai by giving them um, nutrition, uh, literacy, and hygiene, basic hygiene support. And so, a portion of the proceeds from this album will go to to them to give back to. Um, to the world, hopefully, and in and they're going to put out the word about us to all the donors and people that spawn, uh, donate through them. They're going to be building a new clinic that will um, give medical care to hundreds of thousands of people. So, uh, any help we can give towards that project will be um, really worthwhile, and a portion of our proceeds will go towards that. Wow, that's a really worthwhile project, and so. Real quickly, if people are interested in donating to the Gabriel Project, uh, what's the website or where can they go to find information about it to donate? 
Yes, you can just Google Gabriel Project Mumbai, and it pops up right away, and you can learn about all the projects that they're doing there. So is there other uh, musical groups that are involved with that, or or is it strictly a philanthropic thing, or or how'd you even get involved? Um. We are their first partner, supposedly, oh, okay. but um, they were very interested in having partnerships with people, and um, they just have a world-based group of, of of sponsors. A lot of people that were Jews living in India at one time, and now the majority of them live in Israel. They have a large group of donors in Israel and here in the United States. Through the word of mouth, it, they've just gotten their donors. Or the word of podcast. Right, that's right, exactly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, so I highly encourage everybody to uh, go find uh, the Gabriel Project Mumbai and send them something to help support their their efforts, uh, or buy the San Diego Jewish Men Choir's uh, album and support them that way. Yes, that would be great. Uh, great, so... Let's see. What else have I failed to ask you about that you wanted to mention? Um, I think there are some really interesting uh, historical things that have happened that are relevant to this project. And uh, at one time in the city of Cochin, uh, when there were the 5,000 Jews living there, they came from two different tribes, shall we say. There were a group that um, the Malbari Jews and the, oh my gosh, the Paradisi Jews, and they each built their own synagogue. The rulers of India at the time welcomed the Jews, which was one of the only countries that's actively welcomed the Jews to come in, and um, they encouraged them to build synagogues. So there's a street there called Synagogue Way, and it actually has two synagogues, one for the Malbari Jews and one for the Paradisi Jews, and um, the Pardisi Jews um, synagogue has been open ever since its original um, time of being built. Uh, the other one is going through renovation right now and is open to people on a historical tour. Uh, um, but the when the Pardisi synagogue celebrated its 400th anniversary of existence, um, Indira Gandhi visited there and brought out the original golden plates that were given to the synagogue when it was first built, and they're in the Tamil language and um, dedicating the synagogue and welcoming the, the Jews. And that's a really cool thing, I think. They even made a postage stamp with that synagogue on it. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, that's an interesting background. Uh, and... So the Jews there had had their own music then as well? Yes, um, they did, and um, their own customs. For example, we learned that they used coconut water as part of their service, which was something that you don't see anywhere else. And then those Jews that moved to Israel supposedly still use the coconut water in their service, so it's different from any other group. Wow, that's a that's a little known fact, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, so, uh, Indian Jews out there, uh, 
you'll be interested in hearing this album too, I suppose. Yes, so. we're going to have a big release CD release party, which we're actually going to hold in an Indian restaurant, and um, I'll make sure to give you the. I'll be the day when right. <laughs> so they can come and we'll we'll be performing selections from our album while we have Indian food. So um, I'll let Keith know so you all can find out and attend that. Great. So if people want to find out about San Diego Jewish Men's Choir or find uh, your albums, where can they find you? We have a, a new website which is www.sdjmc.org and you can also find us on Facebook the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir on Facebook page and um, we'll be selling on Amazon and iTunes Great, and I'll have uh, those links up on the Closer Podcast website and the blog uh, so that everybody can find you super easy from from the Closer Podcast information too (laughs) Thank you well, thanks very much, Ruth Weber, San Diego Jewish Men's Choir. Uh, such a pleasure. I, I've known you for a few months now, and and we've been trying to find a day to get together and do a podcast. So uh, uh, glad that it worked out this time, and, and thanks for uh, opening up your home to me. Thank you so much, Clint. Um, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, <laughs> Keith, for having us and for doing this podcast for us.
День добрый, с вами Зисел Сляпович с гурта Литвакус и дякую, что слушаете klezmerpodcast.com All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Ruth Weber of the San Diego Jewish Men's Choir. And we heard the track Shah Still from their new album Kochi, A Musical Journey celebrating the history of the Jews in India. I'd like to thank Ruth for appearing on the podcast and for providing the track for us to listen to. Full disclosure, Rina and I appear on a track on this album, so you'll have to read the liner notes, find out which one it is. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com, and if you have a question, comment, suggestion, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, Or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. As always, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 124. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.